I'm so sorry because like I'm <laughs> go ahead. Might be drunk. <laughs> Listen, I have like a a big old like diesel jug of four roses bourbon on the table with me right now. So I know that we're gonna need some assistance getting through this. <laughs> You're doing great. I don't I don't know how to intro this one. I'm I'm gonna let you do this. I'm gonna let you start this off, Mike Dunn, because I might have 15 pages of notes, but I am fucking speechless. I'm all right. Ugh. Uh, what's up, Stoppies? It is the season finale of Make It Stop, and today we are talking about a maybe the worst album ever made. <laughs> um, definitely a contender. We're talking about 2016 Corey Feldman Speed. I almost said Speed and Bullet to Heaven. Yep. Uh, Corey Feldman Angelic to the Core. It is with a two. With a two. Uh, it is. Uh, what is it? It is. Uh, 94 minutes long. It is uh, made by, you know, famed child actor, star of The Goonies and The Lost Boys, among other uh, 80s classics. Uh, Corey Feldman, uh, also, you know, notable for many reasons. Yep. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about all the reasons. This shit broke me. This shit broke me. (laughs) This is, this is the worst. It's not just the worst music I've ever heard. It's like the worst thing I've ever heard. It's like listening to a massacre. It is like a deeply, profoundly terrible thing on just levels that uh, were previously unconceived. It's like, I want to take the blue pill where not only does this album not exist, but maybe this podcast doesn't exist because this has made me a bad, a worse person. It's a, I'm a worse person. Um, and I, you guys did this to us. It's your fucking fault. It's of course your fucking fault. We set ourselves up for this shit. We asked you to vote. I we're not talking to our guests, just to make things clear. We're oh, God, no. Fans. I am talking to our fans. <laughs> our guests, I can't believe you're here. I'm so sorry we put you through this. <laughs> um, which we we will introduce them. But I, I really do want to uh, fucking let the fans know that you've broken me. So just so you know, the stoppies, you've done it. You've done it. This might just be series finale. Like, game over, done. I don't know. I'll, I'll keep it going. <laughs> I'll do a I'll do a Bill Burr style and uh, great. It'll, no guests or anything. Oh, It'll just be me. God. Yep. Great. Well, I'm glad because uh, certainly our friends who are here with us today aren't going to come back to do any more of these. So why don't we uh, introduce them? Uh, we have two very, very hilarious uh, people who are both comedians in Boston, which means they're professionally hilarious. You can pay them to be hilarious. And I don't think we have, we don't, we haven't paid you, but I, it's, I want your cash apps. Like we're getting, I think we owe you one. (laughs) We definitely owe you one. I know you got a La Crusette that you're saving up for. So uh, we'll let you talk about it. We got Tookie Kavanaugh on the show with us today. Hello. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm here. I made it. <laughs> to- Welcome to- aboard. Tookie's drunk. <laughs> I am. I have. I, I. Okay. So, like, my mother's side of the family is Catholic, and every year I give up something for Lent. And this year was alcohol. I went forty straight days um, without alcohol, which isn't like the huge deal because I'm not a big drinker anyway. But it really screwed with my tolerance. And also, I, you know, Lent happened to coincide with the peak time for lockdown. So yeah. I was sober for a lot. <laughs> oh, how have you been doing that? that that's crazy. 
it's been a time. So I haven't had more than like um, a glass of wine with dinner every other night or something, uh, me and my partner. But tonight we, we had cocktails on the Lord's Day. And uh, Tookie, that looks like Listerine. Are we okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, called a, it's called a last word. It's a very uh, fancy Ooh. prohibition era cocktail. Yes, with oh, I know the rest, that's good. Uh, what maraschino liqueur? Yeah, maraschino liqueur, chartreuse, gin, and fresh squeezed lime juice. That's that's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Mike Mike Dunn is an armchair bar- bartender now because he's been doing the daily dose of Dunn. So he's he's been mi- mixing yeah. cocktails. I took the <laughs> opposite path from Tookie, and instead of going, you know, forty days without drinking, I just bought forty new bottles of alcohol. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> respect well i was i was gonna say yeah after um okay so the cumulative effects of everything that's been going down this past week and being on lockdown and having listened to this album juneteenth is this saturday is friday is this friday or saturday the, the june the 19th the 19th i currently have a fund going for um my suffering Repayment for my suffering. Uh, and you can Venmo me at T. Kavanaugh. $5 for the La Crusette fund because we had to cancel our uh, whole wedding reception situation. Uh, or $50, so I know it's real, on Juneteenth. <laughs> and, and what was that again, Tookie? Can you repeat, repeat that for everybody just one more time? Because at, at T. Kavanaugh on Venmo, only $5. It's a $5 donation. To my reparation slash recovery fund after listening to this album. (laughs) A dollar per minute. A dollar per minute, guys. We are every dildo dollar that we have made, which at this point I believe is $13.75 that we have podcast. We finally we made $13.75 from adamandeve.com where you can use keyword bad music at checkout and give us dildo dollars that we can pay directly to Tookie. For yeah. dealing with us. Tookie, you get all our dildo dollars. All of them. We'll Thank make you. it rain. Thirteen seventy five. I, I appreciate you all so much. You don't even know. Don't, don't you dare. What, <laughs> after what we sat through, I need this. Okay, <laughs> this, is, this is what Abe Lincoln got shot for. This is what Rosa Parks sat for right now for me to be able to recoup my losses from after having listened to this album. <laughs> Um, I did tell you not to listen to it. I, know. I said that that's the best I can do as an ally right now. <laughs> I know, but that was pre-cocktail. Oh. <laughs> and here we are. Mike Dunn, you want to introduce our other guest? Yes, also joining us, uh, local comedian and uh, Facebook personality, Dickie Stock. How you doing? Sorry for uh, being so quiet. I figured you guys, I'd let you guys get through, uh, you know, talking about your experience with the album and I, I i had kind of a different experience with the album i uh <laughs> i won't get too uh, too far into it right now but you know it's it, it was parts to it that were like you know like parts well yeah, you know I, I, you know as we go along i will I'll, like I'll, organs no you know they were like um there's I, i've got i've got some notes written down and uh, oh. not all of them are negative you know some of them i yeah i i will say <laughs> look i'll give i'll give cory feldman one big thing on the side oh. it is it is hilarious it is like so bonkers so i don't feel like like i, I feel like i dissociated listening to this album 
Like I, yes. I, I felt I felt like I was no longer hearing sounds <laughs> that the human ear was meant to hear. I thought I was in like a fucking like ethereal like spirit realm of like just a fucking chugging electric guitar, but turned down like so low and just in the very bottom of the left channel while like. Corey Feldman is doing a Rob Zombie voice here and like a Michael Jackson voice here. Like it is so fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely, you can definitely hear like the Michael Jackson influence in there. <laughs> but you know, there's like, there's parts, man, that like, you know, they no, work. No. I, I, no. <laughs> that, rag, that ragtime song is kind of fun. <laughs> the ragtime <laughs> song is not fun. Oh so my here's God. a fun thing. So here's a fun, we Wikipedia this album. Oh prior to listening and um he he tried to raise about 100k on indiegogo yep. but mm-hmm. could only raise about 14. just under 15 grand yeah. which yeah. barely under let it be known which, that is 14 times as much as uh what was raised for the broken side album so that was only one thousand dollars i looked it up yeah. and it's a um, hundred times as much as the dildo money that we've made it literally <laughs> is so fuck you know what with that 15 grand he got a snoop dog feature snoop will feature on any fucking oh yeah he's the nicholas cage of rap no he hung out he would take anyone's money dicky right after this he probably did him in this like one after the other just drove across town did the little little dicky feature he fucking hung out in the parking lot for the gathering of the juggalos 2014 and got whoever was there to fucking he got fred durst and snoop dogg and some other, I, 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 it doesn't matter. It's this is the most fucking batshit bonkers experience I've ever goddamn had. Dicky, you're sitting here with your notepad saying that you have. There are parts. I just, I yeah. can't fathom. I mean, I like what do I got? Uh, that, like, you know, I want to save some of it, but like Doc Ice, whoever that guy, Doc Ice on. Uh, that song. I think that's Everybody? the guy that rapped on Rebecca Black's Friday. Oh, I really? Think. Is it the same? See, he's fine. It that might be. Fine. He's yeah, the he's best part of old, He's got a real old school character to his uh, flow. Very, um, like very eighties. A lot of this album is very eighties. Like not just that feature, but it's it's beyond time, dude. Like this is beyond. <laughs> it's beyond time. It's beyond space. And it is absolutely the least, the worst possible use of our energy and in- intellect and passion at this moment. But I have got to tell you, I am passionate about how much I fucking hate this album and how you're right. It is hilarious, Mike, until you realize that it's 94 fucking minutes long and we're in a pandemic and a and a renewed civil rights movement. So it's like, what am I? What? No, I did. I did no. have to take, I took a lot of breaks <laughs> from this album. Like usually I'll just timeouts. Usually for Hey It Stop, I'll sit down and listen to the whole album all the way through. And I'll, sometimes I'll do it twice, three times. This one, like, I had to stop, like, every two songs. To, like, I listen hey. to the entire thing. Uh, sometimes if there's only, like, 20 seconds left of a song, I, I kind of skip ahead. But uh, yeah. I listen to You it dangerous all. man. I know, I know. <laughs> like, uh, but I listen to Banned the from the show for this in, transgression. In one, uh, in one sitting. And I gotta tell you, it, like, made me physically sick. Mm. I, like I didn't I felt like nauseous mm. afterwards I, it, it was yeah. organ failure I was literally sitting there and you're right Mike Dunn I also had to take several breaks because I felt I was like going jaundiced I was like I was having palpitations <laughs> like 
I can't even begin to tell you just how affected I am in a very negative way um, by this album and everything that it represents. And so, you know, we've talked about this is a notorious album. That's why you motherfuckers overwhelmingly voted for it. Um, Fantano's worst album of 2016. Oh, yeah. Uh, Did you watch that video? I I don't have time. I don't have time for more white men fucking blathering at me from from YouTube. I just spent a fifty minute long video on this album. He did the longest video he's ever done, and he he listened to it live, like which he never does. We're about to do our longest episode ever, probably because there is a lot to unpack. Like this is it's cursed. Like it's cursed. Yeah, Fantano. I watched about five minutes of it and he literally looks broken like he is a broken man i'm a broken man it's it's he yeah he just a few pull quotes i had from his uh the beginning of his he called him grandpa skrillex which i appreciated i also uh think that Corey feldman he's like the skrillex you ordered off wish um (laughs) it's not good um but it was so it was it was just insane so he has made several albums before which is also insane this is all insane on so many levels do this that's my question who keeps letting him do this i think he's just giving himself permission at this point because this album is recorded in a home studio (laughs) off of kickstarter money off like a way off goal of kickstarter yeah. The 14,000, as you mentioned, Tookie, yes. The 14,000, yeah. which means stoppies. We need to get at least, like, that much for Tookie. <laughs> like, we need yeah. to figure it out, guys. Like, this is not... It's, it's just $5. It's, it's just 5 it's <laughs> all I have. I'm very grateful. For um, it's got a 0.9 on Rate Your Music. It's, it's, uh, it's, beyond, it's below a 1. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, obviously, I don't know what's more insane. The fact that he was able to raise over... in real American cash and not like Farmville bucks or the fact that he had released four other albums. But anyway, he decides in 2016 that he's going to, you know, release this double album angelic to the core. And he's going to create this harem of dead eyed blonde angels that just kind of, uh, are his sex slaves, which we're gonna get into because yeah, this we angels talk about the angels real free quick. Free the angels, free the angels. Do you know about the angels? This would be a nice little segue into the is Corey Feldman a piece of shit? The I... answer is yes. Yeah. He is a sex predator who maybe like kidnapped some women to go be in this weird cult harem where he was promising them support and that he was going to talent coach them and they were not allowed to leave and they were not allowed to like get jobs and like he controlled every aspect of their existence and was trying to do this like incredibly sad like Chuck E. Cheese like playboy mansion which is like even sadder because the playboy mansion is so sad it just gets darker and darker stop he's like it gets so bad it's so bad here's my take on the angels thing um so you read all these interviews with Corey feldman when he talks about the angels and, and his whole thing is like the way he describes it is that these are women who were uh you know down and out who were like turning to doing porn and stuff and he was like let me give you this outlet um what's the outlet 
where you can grow creatively and we will do like photo shoots for free and give you free wardrobe and like yeah we're really gonna launch your your successful acting career by debuting you on the today show while you mouth the words go for it robotically playing fake keyboard (laughs) yeah but i was talking about this uh with my partner and they brought up like so Corey feldman trust me i have I, I, yep, I'm gonna, I was all gonna go there, but go ahead, bring it in. Well, he's a, he's a victim of, of, uh, you know, child molestation, childhood sexual abuse. Ma- right. So this guy who was a casting agent, and there was a guy who ran an underage club in Hollywood that was only for, um, like, celebrity children. Um, that was called, literally called Alfie's, uh, Alfie's Soda Pop Stand for Kids. No. <laughs> yes. no. No. No, so no, 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 no. I think Corey no, had no, it. No. You know, my partner was saying that they think Corey had it in his head that, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's been roped in by these schemes of, like, here's this, you know, this casting agent or whoever, like, I'm going to help you out. You know, we're no. going to, we're going to give you this space to, like, launch your career. And he feels like he got swindled by that. And he thinks in some twisted way that he's like, no. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this thing that literally only works as an exploitation play but I'm going to do it right and do right by these women. Like, I really think, think that yeah. he thinks he's doing that. That's the theory of uh, Michael Jackson being like, you know, he just wanted to help all these kids because they didn't have huh. a childhood like he didn't have a child. And fuck that, dude. This dude was absolutely abused. Guarantee it. Like, absolutely has severe trauma. Guarantee it. Literally just came out with a documentary, which I have not watched and I don't want to watch, but maybe I will watch at some point of called... My Truth, The Rape of Two Corys, where he talks about himself being raped by many people in the industry and then also alleges Corey Haim being raped by Charlie Sheen. It in also, broad daylight. It's he also, also the trailer documentary film. ever. Go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's just bad. It's so bad. So he, I guarantee that this man, like, I believe you, Corey, but I also believe that you are severely mentally ill, severely on drugs, and also victimizing these women who have spoken out and been very direct. So Poina Siddharth was one of the angels who came on, and there have been several who have now spoken out on various podcasts. She said, quote, everything from the excessive drug use, the sexual harassment and abuse that we had to endure and witness. But there were a lot of other issues, human rights issues, workers' rights issues, women's rights issues that were violated as a result of working for Corey Feldman. So this is literally like he is a predator and he is abusing people and maybe he was abused. But and just like Michael Jackson, definitely abused. But come on, dude, like. Fuck. And then his Definitely obsession the, with Michael Jackson workers, is crazy. Right? Didn't he Sorry. say that? I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard him say once that like Michael Jackson like showed him porn and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Michael Jackson showed him um like STD. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yep. Because he yep. was trying. But he said, oh, he was he was just trying to protect me from, you know. Great. Like dangers of unprotected sex. Oh, well, I guess then that's not weird. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not that weird. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to read this reaction here. I, I just, it's so fucked, so deep down fucked that it just, it's, uh, 
it's it's crazy making. It's crazy making. So I also was definitely everything. Everything. This whole synopsis. Everything you guys have just told me just now is like a super cut of everything sad in Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some definite Tiger King vibes on some of these songs. Yes. So. Yeah, he does weirdly. He defends Michael Jackson, but then also is like, "Oh yeah, he behaved inappropriately with me." And then he literally well, uh, came up. With- I think it was he was he defended Michael Jackson like right up until the documentary came out. Yeah, and then fi- when the documentary came out, he was like, "This, you know, I he never did this to me." Uh, but like the mountain, of, like there's enough evidence that I can't like in good conscience like defend this man. Like, you know, I I believe these survivors. He said, "Okay." Basically. But he so, was super yeah. good friends with Michael Jackson uh, as a child. He was one of the rich children that Michael Jackson, like, didn't molest. So, I, yeah, right. So, he says. So, I think, like, one of the things. So, actually, going back to your point, Mike Dunn, I did find an interview with the Hollywood uh, That reporter. is the worst application of rich privilege. I'm sorry. That's... Agreed. I just had to process it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so there's this article that interviews him where they are talking to him directly about these angels. And so again, the angels have spoken out, which is why I'm saying he's a piece of shit. I'm not saying that he wasn't victimized as well. Yeah, um, well, it's called, a, it's called a cycle of abuse. Absolutely. You know? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mike Dunn. Um, so the question, so this is the Hollywood Reporter saying, listen, most modeling agencies, if you say you're doing a modeling agency, most modeling agencies represent men and women. You're just focusing on the women. That could throw your motives into question. And he responds, well, that's because you choose to see it that way. I mean, I'm sorry you view it that way or anybody else would view it that way. But at the end of the day, again, I had major issues with women in my life. Okay. My mom abused me. My mom was not your stereotypical mother. And you know, there was mental abuse, there was physical abuse, there was sexual abuse, there was all sorts of stuff. And I also happened to be in 18 serious relationships in a row where every woman that I gave my love and my complete 100% integrity and honesty and loyalty to all cheated on me. And all these relationships ended one after another. And then the response to that is, so could Corey's angels be seen as a way to sort of control women? And then he says... No, it's a way to help them. I could see, like, if we could get in and mold them while they're still young and impressionable, while they're moldable, so to speak, we can help them make the right choices. And the interviewer, God bless, I'm going to say her, because I just assume this is a woman, by the way, that they're following up here. Help me understand this. You're the one saying that there are these dangerous figures in Hollywood who swoop in on vulnerable young people who come to Hollywood with dreams. And that's literally what you're describing to me that you do. You're telling me that women get off the bus, they're down and out, they're trying to break in, they're doing porn. And then he just says, no, the difference is where, oh my God, you're not really giving me an opportunity to explain it. You're making judgments. End of interview. You know what? If you have uh, 18 girls cheating on you in a row, then you probably deserve it. (laughs) Yes! I See, I'm the problem with this show. I continuously do research into the deeper shit going on and then i just wish i didn't blue pill me (laughs) please all all i did was wikipedia the surface level shit this is it's a deep dark web i'm sad i'm sad now (laughs) sick sad world okay um but boy um, i mean boy did he ever get turn out so fucked up but like it is 
so crazy such a interesting way for him to channel all of that energy with this album the opening <laughs> track alone energy. had me in tears because because here's my thing listening through listening through to this album my my thought the entire time my one thought was he really thought he was doing something with this <laughs> <Yeah>. album <laughs> He really thought he was doing well. Something. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's some insane megalomania. There's some insane um, delusional delusions and narcissism, yes. and just this idea because this whole his band was called like Corey Feldman and the Truth Movement, like capital T, um, capital M, uh, Truth Movement. Like he's trying, and that was something that he was. He oh, it's so fucked up, you guys. Because he was tricking these women, and this is what they've said. He was tricking these women and saying, like, oh, we're raising all this money. We're doing all this work so that we can expose child abusers in Hollywood and sex predators. And then what he did was just become a sex predator and just keep them as weird slaves. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild that, like, his best friend, his childhood friend, who shared even a first name with him, uh, was like, you know, victimized by Charlie Sheen. And then he goes and copies Charlie Sheen's exact, like, Tiger Blood era model <laughs> of, like, mm-hmm. like uh, ex- you know, exploiting these women. It's the exact same thing Charlie Sheen did. Like, yes. even as he's exposing him for being a sex pest in this documentary, he's being a sex pest in the exact same way that Sheen sex was. Pest. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like it. It's Yeah. That's a, I think that's a good way to describe it. A yes. Yes. I should have done my research on these angels. I thought they were just like, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I looked at that video. I thought that they, I, I didn't pay that close attention. I thought they were playing, but just, I don't know. Yeah. I thought they were like music, like studio musicians or something. That they're no, having a, a fun I mean, little time. Even yeah. without knowing all this context, it's still a, a human rights violation and, and workers' <laughs> rights violation to like make them record those backing vocals on this album. Yeah, it, it is, you know, to anyone, anyone like it, their involvement in this album seems like it must have been coerced. Uh, and Corey Feldman himself plays almost all the instruments on the album. Uh, interestingly, like, I think the sax, David Gilmore saxophone player is the sax man. On the oh, East really? Yeah, that's amazing. Because that's the one thing that that's one thing I, I, I thought was actually pretty good. I thought there's some pretty good sax on there. Yeah, I, that's a, that's David Gilmore's sax, man. I, yeah, there's there's plenty um, of like I guess talented saxophonists on this album. What there isn't is any good songs or anything good at all. Yeah, I don't care. You have you you the, every song is a brick wall of sounds that don't make any sense together. <laughs> Doesn't make so any crazy. sense. It's so crazy. Should we get into it? <laughs> I want to cry. <laughs> We, uh, um, I just to wanna, songs again, Heather? Yeah, we I don't want to. I don't want to. And I yeah. will just I just want to give a shout out to the stoppies out there listening um, and commenting. We're getting a lot of comments and I appreciate that. Lils from Jukebox Zero. Shout out to them. They've already reviewed this album. And I I I'm sure they're I'm sure she's permanently changed as I am. Um, and she did say that that ragtime song is most certainly not fun. How dare you, Dickie Stock? So you've already been called out, Dickie. I just want you to know. It is, it is kind um, of fun. It's a little bit. It's a little bit. I mean. I don't know. I'm, look, we'll get, we'll, we'll have get to listen to it. it again. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> once, I mean, the second, the second album is just like 
way worse than the first one. So when I when I heard like rag time, I guess I was just like <laughs> happy it wasn't like everything else. Yeah, it is a nice break from like the VH1 shit on side two of the album. I too, and more like VH seventy three. Like I can't. I, I don't what? know. I, like not VH1. Like it's the bottom of the possible oh, it's, list. It's so much lower than VH1. Okay, I, I get it. The lower number. You get it, guys. All right, come on. Higher All right, we should probably get into the music. There are twenty two goddamn songs on this album. This is officially the longest album we've ever reviewed. Longer than the other child star with mental health issues who thinks they're really doing something and is on way too many drugs, Miley Cyrus and her dead pets, which was 93 or no, no, sorry. That was 73. So Oof. I don't even know. Nothing's Speed, even in this category. Speed bullet to heaven. If you listened to the second disc was longer, but you, I remember you did not listen to the second. disc. I did not. I did not. We don't have time for that. Um, okay. So we're going to get into it. We're going to go right on in to Ascension Millennium. And should we go two songs at a time? (laughs) Should we go two songs at a time? Like go right into Loving Lies? Yeah. I mean, I think we have to. I mean, I have a lot to talk about with every single song, but we we can't just, you know, we have to go to bed at some point. I have a 15 page Google Doc. (laughs) That's not okay. Um. I will say that also, unfortunately, like I'm obviously not paying for YouTube. I don't know anybody who is. But uh, so all I've also been hearing in between like fucking Corey Feldman songs is uh, Joe Biden's like stuttering plea to like, like, please, like, it's crazy because like I work, you know, in TV and it's like he clearly couldn't get a single clean take of like the three sentences that he was required to say. So it's just him saying like, Hey, 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 everyone. Hey, guys, uh, you know, I really need you. I need you a lot. I need you to join my routine, my campaign, my joint, <laughs> join it. I need you. And that's it. And that's it's just going to be that all day today. So I'm, gonna, I'm not only going to be playing, you know, Corey Feldman songs, but it will definitely be interspersed by Joe Biden's, you know. I was say, imagine Joe Biden's speech being a palate cleanser for an album <laughs> like this. I think no, it fits well. I think it fits well because clearly, you know, Corey Feldman can't get a good take either. There's so many songs where it's like you couldn't get a better take than that. No, no, no. no. Um, actually, Tookie, I want to ask this now and then at the end of the show if the answer sure. is correct. Um, you did say earlier that uh, you thought Imagine Dragons was the worst thing you had ever heard, which, as the Stoppies know, that was the winner slash loser of our March Madness tournament. We agreed that it was the worst band out of all of those terrible bands mm-hmm. that they deserve to be the worst. How do you feel now? Oh, they still suck. But, but I'll give them credit for cohesion because the entire time when my partner and I listened to this album, we were sitting there like, what is the theme? What <laughs> what is the theme? What is the reason? Right? He has all these Charlie's so, Angels skits and then he just stops doing them. Yeah. And oh no, the, there's one at the end. The final track being that like working class hero song. Mm-hmm. It was uh it's a John a cover. Lennon cover. Yeah, the John Lennon cover, but it, it was just it that's what really confused me because yeah. It definitely seems like he was trying to have some sort of message there. What the fuck but was it, just, it, though? It, it just 
it really that was really like put the question mark at the end of that album just like what the fuck is this mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> what does that have to do with charlie's angels and with god opening the gates of heaven to let the angels out and whatever the fuck else the batman's music for some reason <laughs> yeah. so like my thing with imagine dragons is that i personally believe that they suck but at least they lean into their suck right they lean into that whole brand of we're just going to scream at you. This is this is arena rock for cool dads who are actually <laughs> narcs. So, <laughs> yes, correct. So, <laughs> so like they lean into that, right? And respect, respect. It's not for me. I don't like it. But respect. They know what they're doing. There is an agenda behind Imagine Dragons. There's no cohesion behind this. No. Okay. There's no, no. there's no real like um, pointed thought process. There's no direction. All it is, is this double album released by a maniac, which is basically <laughs> Corey Feldman walking so that Drake can run with Scorpion. Because no one asked for a double album for Drake, but here we are. Right. So I, I really feel like that's the case. I feel like, it opened the floodgates for some Kiki D lovely. Um, I just yeah. want to give a couple quick shout outs to our commenters here. Brandon Valley, dear friend of the pod, ongoing dad Brandon. of the pod, uh, says, I want to be an angel for Corey. I want him to spit in my mouth while he's dressed like a cop like he was in the Newfound Glory video. <laughs> we have been talking about Corey Feldman for 45 minutes and we have not gotten into a single song in this 22 fucking song album. Um, the cat is here. It is a therapy cat. It is critical. Um, we need to, I have already high blood pressure. I, I literally am just turning purple. Um, so let's get on with it and go into the first song and the second song. Um, because we have to, um, this is Ascension Millennium. Um, followed by Love and Lies. And that's what it is. And that's what it's going to be. And I'm just, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. S-O-R-E-Y. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. It definitely, this song definitely makes me respect the Black Eyed Peas more. Hello, Ouch. everyone. I'm coming oh directly no, to you for no, Ask a Quick Get Corn Pop. Will you add your name today no. to join our team? I said from the outset of this election that we're in a battle for the soul of this nation. Who we are, what we believe, no, 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 who no, we no. want to be, it's all at stake. And that's truer today than ever. But I the just, only way to defeat Donald Trump and move forward is by doing it together. So please, join us. You're not just wanted, you're needed. 
Black eyes, okay. McDonald's here's, eyes. Here's what I need to know. Hold on. I need, I need to know. This album was recorded and released in 2016. 16. Who the, who the fuck was still talking about Y2K in 2016? Yeah. Well, I know it took that's, them 10 years to make this album. That's what I'm saying is beyond time. Like, this is beyond time. Like, that song... That song sounds like it'd be, that'd be like a very fun song for like a 10 year old to like jump on a trampoline to. Like, that's what, that's like what I hear. It's the theme song for the launch trampoline park in Ramoth or whatever. That's just, it sounds like a 10 year old's like birthday party. uh, Yeah. You mentioned the, the guy who did the verse on the like the Rebecca Black song, like this does sound like it could have, like Corey Feldman could have just paid that same company for this song. Yeah, I'm I'm dying because like this is this is like the opening theme for Canopy Lakes 2016. <laughs> Ascension, Millennium. Yeah, send the song can, back can... in time to Canopy Lake Park in the year 1999. It's and- just. It's a song performed by the bootleg dollar store Britney Spears oh. at said Canopy Lake Park side stage. Like it is oh my that God. song. Um, and everyone's, like- and it's promoting Dippin' Dots. Or, yeah. No, sorry, 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 Orbits. That fucking weird drink with the, the little suspended <laughs> blobs in it. Yeah, that shit. You can only get at the Museum of Science. That's what this song is advertising. Um, that shit is fire, though. <laughs> those little like those little orb orb uh drinks at the museum of science that shit rules uh, this the song sounds- makes me <laughs> the song makes me respect the black eyed peas a lot more because like he's clearly like going for that right i've never heard oh someone God. like fail to sound like the black eyed peas like <laughs> so much worse than the black eyed peas could possibly <sighs> ever sound you know what i mean i mean listen i guess we're not going into the second next song yet so i have a lot of notes here oh Um, my god mostly the first thing is that i'm instantly seizing like i said my blood pressure (laughs) is already through the roof i'm an irish american god damn it and i am fucked i i am fucked like it's like if they vocorded grover like (laughs) it's one of the best songs on the record I it's probably top top five for sure on the if album. If that was the worst song on the record, then the record probably wouldn't have been that bad. I don't know. No, that's that song's kind of fun. Oh my god. His <laughs> no, entire esophagus is cigarette burns. He's no. got drunken sidewalk assault vocals. It's like if a South a South <laughs> Uncle Bob Seeger impersonator was singing while buried in an underground vault. It's just insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And yeah. then he has these little Michael Jackson shamona. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite. I love when he does Michael. That's my favorite. He dresses up like Michael Jackson, except oh his fucking entire outfit is Lycra from Rainbow. Yeah, yeah. Or not even Rainbow, it's from Dots. It's from Dots. With Skrillex hair. Skrillex Jackson. Go ahead, um, Tookie. Go ahead. No, I'm just... This song is like, if the top skill fair were a person who fucks... <laughs> 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 That move. <laughs> that, put, that puts it so succinctly. 
this is, this is a, t- a town fair that fucks. Uh, a county fair. A county fair that fucks. I'm, I apologize deeply for all the stuff you had to hear that description. I apologize for putting that in your mind, but also Venmo me that five dollars. Uh, but this is—it's a fingering on the gravitron. <laughs> uh, at Monster Fest. Oh at Monster Fest, uh, Dicky, what's your what's your thoughts on this? On uh, or is there on Ascension uh, Millennium, right? Well, we're on fingering the people in the gravitron, but you know, oh. wherever you want to be, wherever you want to open up. I'm st- I I don't know. I'm I'm having a hard time. I ca- you know what? I kind of like the song. I I might actually come back to this one on my own personal time. So I don't really have much to say about it other than it's fun. And uh, we haven't talked about the uh, the intro where God um, opens the gates of heaven. Of course, we don't need out. to do that. It's, it's a Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. I'm not doing that. I'm yeah, doing- I, I, to be to be fair, I didn't really listen the first the like first little bit. I kind of skipped over a little bit just because I just like I, I didn't need to hear that bullshit. No. Well, what I like about it is that he makes God sound like a wrestler cutting like a concussed yes. promo. He also it's him pitch shifted. Yeah, I yeah, was. Yeah. I, it sounded like him pitch shifting himself to sound like Morgan Freeman as God in Bruce Almighty. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, everything about it is. is you just, got you got Morgan Freeman out of that. Maybe not from this one, but from the <laughs> final song. The final song, wrap around. Yeah. Why is he pitch shifting himself? The pitch shifting is what you get when you try to use professional grade auto tune on a fifteen thousand dollar budget. Like this is what happens. But you can't auto-tune a dying pigeon. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, it's it's he can't even it was so like uh this last episode of Drag Race. Anyone else watch Drag Race says me and uh I haven't watched this season. Oh I the all-stars, out. all-stars. Well, I'm really sorry. Spoiler alert, but Angina mucking fucking mucking angina fucking sounds like Corey feldman on this album like angina's just squawking like it like there's no voice at all that tracks though that it's tracks like it's like i know and oh i love angina I love her, but so much it but it's it trakes it trakes it's literally a tracheotomy sound and then you're auto-tuning that like i just it's impossible it's impossible to wrestle a note out of this fucking man like you well, can't even, even get so there. even though he has no singing talent at all and like even when applying the auto-tune like nothing to save it he is a man of many voices he, ha- he has so many different styles of vocals on this album from fucking uh like this one he's just kind of mumbling like he you, you can't really even discern what he's doing but uh it, we'll, we'll we'll track the evolution of his vocal styles on he plays he plays everything you said he plays everything on this or he plays most of the instruments on this, you know, for like the solos and stuff. He brings in professionals, but for the most like he does all the synths and shit for sure. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Why I hadn't thought to like ask this question, like who the producer is, because I was like, who the fuck would like allow allow him to do this? And then it, it, I mean, he produced it himself. So, well, it was actually I think the production was handled by this guy, David Dunn. So um, I apologize for letting my uncle do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on the Wikipedia, it says he uh, produced a Corey Feldman. Maybe that guy like took his name off it or something. I I don't know. It's fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. 
It's, we should do the next song because we have so many to go. I, I just want to, I know, I know, but I want to, I just want to give voice to our, to our listeners here. Uh-huh. James Mullen, again, friend of Tookie, God bless you for sticking with us here. Roller skating music when you're a freshman sold fake E. That is his take and it is <laughs> correct. And That's then my sister one. brought it right in with, uh, at the roller kingdom, which is absolutely also Phew. correct. Yeah. Uh, roller kingdom, Hudson, Massachusetts. Uh, Lil said he's probably performed at his share of Cannabis Lake Park. That's the, the plural. <laughs> Cannabis Lake Park. <laughs> <laughs> like attorneys general. Yeah. <laughs> One, Cannabis Lake Park. Two, Cannabis Lake Park. Um, yeah, I like that. And then, yeah, Dahlia said uh, it would be playing <laughs> the Gravitron. And then we talked about the fingering. So I don't know if that was a response to the fingering. Um, either way. Yeah. Um, Okay. Fingering uh, is an important element of this, how this, we're, like, what right would be right happening if the song played on the Gravitron? Ascension! <laughs> could not. Millennium! Ascension! You're really liking this, babe, aren't you? Millennium! <laughs> this is what sex is. <laughs> All right, let's play Eleven Lies. We gotta, <laughs> let's, let's play Eleven Lies and Angelic to the core. I mean, trust me, I go, like, I, I go very hard out the gate, but at the end of this album, I have I'm a shell of myself and I'm ready <laughs> to experience that reincarnation of that right now. Here we uh, go. Uh, loving, loving lies, baby. All right. Do it on Spotify. No, more Joe Biden. no, oh, no we're doing Joe Biden. Oh, God. Uh, taking all the synths and all the percussion from Dynamite by Tayo Cruz and then layering it with 7,000 fucking like sample packs and an auto-tuning um, a dead animal croaking. Like I just... Yeah, a lot of this... Sorry. Oh, oh, go, no, ahead. No, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. A lot of this album sounds like... It, 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 it recalls the experience of like walking through... Uh, the, like the hallway of a club or something or the hallway of a recording studio when there's or a practice space where there's just sounds coming from different rooms as you walk mm-hmm. by. Nothing sounds like it's happening in the room that you're in. Like the bass is this weird buried hum. And then his vocals are like so offbeat. He's just, and, and like with the weirdest filter, he just he has like a distorted, a built- rhythmless ghost. I'm sorry. He has a built-in metronome and he can't stay on beat. He literally has a metronome sample in the song. It's not even my life. I knew I'd have you as my wife. I knew that came with a price, but I didn't know that I'd be lonely. That's uh, that's like a 12 year old's lyrics. (laughs) I think I I, I don't, I don't want to like say, wait, wives are people too. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to say he's like 
mentally uh, ill. He is. He yeah. is mentally ill. I think yeah, he's, got, I think he, I mean, like, I think he, like, stopped progressing at, like, 12. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, right. Tookie. Uh, well, okay, so this is, I apologize in advance because I'm going to bum out your stoppies. We're um, all bummed. But this is, this whole experience reminds me of a moment I had back in January of this year. So I was coming home from a show and I got in my lift home and I, you know, I got in and, and, and when I, when I got in the car, it was just at the tail end of a uh, listener call-in segment of the show because, you know, a certain famous basketball player had just passed away and the DJ's taking these calls from, you know, morning fans and, and it's on the last one. And it's just, yeah, man, I just want to say, R.I.P. to bro, gone too soon. And the DJ cuts off with, you heard the man, R.I.P. to bro, it's jamming 94.5. Now let's get to the music. And the next thing I hear is, Dale! And that's, <laughs> and that's when I knew it was too soon for Pitbull. <laughs> there is such a thing as too soon for Pitbull. Oh, right. And so... <laughs> I will say that Lil's, Lil's mentioned... Uh, instead of Dale, he shouts Corey in the no. song. <laughs> so what I will say, in a moment when I learned that there is such thing as it's too soon for Pitbull, when, upon listening to this particular track, I learned that at least Pitbull has discernment. Mm. At least, at least, at least, like in a moment when it's like, mm, maybe it's too soon for Pitbull, it's never the right moment for Corey Feldman. It's yeah. never the right moment for this album. It is not Corey's time. It has not been Corey's time since 1987. No. Uh, no. And um, no Corey's. This is the song where I dissociated. Uh, yep. I, this is a terrible <laughs> song, too. Song, too. Let's just. Uh, and I think this is the closest we have come to back to Farrah Abraham's album. Oh. Um, this was big oh. time Farrah Abraham. My TV yep. stream ended. Yep. I wrote that exact fucking comment i said is this fair art for him um and that it, it's true this is fair and and this is where it's similar to Farah art for him which we did determine was art but i i'm not ready for that yet um was that i might get a, there with Corey. i don't I, we'll see okay Who let her and this her uterus release music <laughs> that's what i need to know <laughs> Took it, was me that it was just it was all her you know it was, have you listened to that album I don't want to. Don't it's do the scariest it. album to, you'll ever hear. It, listen to our episode. It's this a haunted is, album. This is a haunted album. This is a cursed album. From this every, is too, yeah. This is the scariest album I've ever listened to. This is worse than Farrah Abraham. There's a chorus of Dementors on the song. Also, it's not even auto-tune. It's Mm-mm. anti-tune. There's, it's so unbelievably tuneless that you can't even fucking electronically modify it to sound like something that it anybody could create like it it's just it's insanity it's he sounds like an animatronic frog that hasn't been serviced in 35 years like it's i don't know yeah. people said that people said a lot of things about pinkerton when that came out too but i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is definitely Corey's pinkerton <laughs> this this could just be like a little ahead of its time you know it but i might pinkerton come around on it. in key <laughs> <laughs> that's true i might come around on it you know because it is so wild and interesting it it it, it uh, the choices on here are so 
so wild. And it just gets more and more crazy as it goes on. This is track two. Mm-hmm. Of 22. We're going to move on. Okay, the next song here is not this one. Thank God. We are going on to um, the next one. Can we do two at a time? I don't know. I'm sorry. Hold on. Pardon me. Angelic to the core and forbid an attraction featuring Kaya Jones. Oh, the yeah. cat dolls. Uh, oh, really? Is that who it is? I yep. don't care. Okay. Also, that's oh, that expl- you know some of these features really explain themselves. When I look at <laughs> when I compare the fifteen thousand dollar budget to who's featured on this, it makes sense. The budget definitely all went to the features, but even then, like those yeah, are low I'm sure, quotes. I'm, I'm sure Kaya Jones is underpaid. <laughs> the poor woman. God damn it! I'm um, sure Snoop Dogg got most of it. Yeah, Durst yeah. isn't making the big bucks these days, right? Um, Durst probably did it as a favor to his good buddy Corey. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I, I don't know. They that seem they're like friends, but I, I assume they're friends. Yeah, they seem like they'd they be seem, friends. Yeah, they yeah. seem like they'd hang out. That is an insult to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this next one, this is called "Angelic to the Core." It's a titular track. Phew. Emphasis on the titular and we're gonna go right into four okay so this is another thing so Corey feldman desperately wants to be michael jackson and prince that's what this album is so the prince thing the prince fetishism you see it uh there's definitely a song where he's trying to do kiss um but there's a whole bunch of shit like yeah you really, hear these really, songs really and you're bad. like oh obviously he wants to be prince and michael jackson and then you get into deep deep in the album you're like oh i guess he also wants to be like the Black Crows. Or also rabbits uh, at one point. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Eagle-eyed Sherry. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, yeah. Or Van fucking, Halen. Yep. Leonard Skinnerd. Even a lot. All of this is like wildly triggering for me because like his three biggest black influences are all beige people like myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just really disheartening. Like leave us. I mean, Michael Jackson's sort of an honorary beige, but <laughs> We don't know what. But it, leave us alone. Leave oh. us alone. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some wild, wild shit happening on so many levels. But anyway, he loves to spell things in kind of Prince lingo and like dollar store Prince lingo. So he has uh, for the word, the the number four bid, B-I-D, in, I-N, and then attraction. So it's not forbidden attraction. It's forbid in attraction and angelic two with a number two of course titular track the core all right all right that's enough numbers etymology etymology you mean yeah yeah okay i'm a communications major that's (laughs) why i'm qualified to have a podcast that's what my degree gave me the shittiest brag in the world is uh i'm a communications major Mm-hmm. That's like the worst. You know who else was a communications major? Corey Feldman. Let's go. Here we go. I don't think he went. To, he definitely didn't go to college. I don't think he went to high school. No. He was. No, no, no. He thinks two is spelled with a number two. Here we go. I get funkadelic and rockadelic with your mission. I want to see you dancing and I want to see you making the people dance. And number three. And this is the most important angels. Don't forget to be sexy. Woo! 
definitely a weird is it like like terrible timbaland by way of sign of the times era prince uh appropriation going on in that song yeah my first note was prince you are not and then Ugh. he's doing a tommy lee scene whisper impression meets like 90s r&b run through a meth filter <laughs> <laughs> It's insane how anti-melodic it is. It's it's shocking how out of tune it is. It's like, this is supposed to be his like raw animal, like sexuality. Like he sounds like fucking Hexus from Fern Gully. Like what is happening? Then there's like a bassoon, like a synth bassoon and then yeah. a bloop and then a synth kazoo. And then like, I'm just but at this point, I'm muddy. like, is this, is this noise rock? Like, is, is this noise? Like, I don't, I, I, and then my final note on uh, Forbid in Attraction is a lot of people really hurt this man. Yes. Yes. He uh, lost by 18 women in a row. I, I, no, I believe him. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Have you? All right. You ever watch a nature documentary? Mm-hmm. And you know the segment where they show some tortoises having sex? <laughs> This is the sound of that. <laughs> this yeah. is the sound of tortoise sex. <laughs> yes. It's exactly that. It's exactly that. <clears throat> my my only no- my note for this song and the last song where I just uh this is like music a mentally ill person makes. Yeah. Like, I, I can't even come up with anything like clever for it's it. It's not funny. It, it just sounds like uh depressing. Yeah, it just makes me like wonder what the rest of his day is like. Like bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you see did you guys see that article of the vice writer who went to one of his parties at his house? Oh and, like, god. It's just like it's just so like run down looking and there's like a skew, like crooked Lost Boys Lost posters. Boys posters not like, even framed, not framed. And like no. a gr- like a dirty Street Fighter 2 like arcade cabinet and like a pool table in his living room. And it's he just he looks like he lives in like a crash pad, like a dorm room. Uh but it's just full of like, you know, beautiful women that he has paid to be there. He didn't pay them. He did not pay them. That's the angels? worst part. Oh, so it's, it's some real Tiger King. Shit. I'm literally telling you, it's some fucking crazy ass, like, like, cra- it's some sex trafficking, I think. It's so bad. It's so bad, you guys. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, on Angelic to the Core, I think he sounds like Tonetta. Oh my God. Wait a second. Okay. Lil's. Okay. I need to be paying more attention to this, to the fucking comments. Our fucking stoppies, our fans are out there and they're giving us critical information. Kaya Jones, a former Percy cat doll. Now the native American representative for Trump's national diversity coalition. Is she native American? Even a pair. I don't, I mean, it's not my job to say that. <laughs> 
Someone go to the Elizabeth I mean, Warren DNA test. Because I don't know. If she's in Trump's... If, if Trump appointed her, it could be a total... It could be a situation. I found out that I... Yesterday that I'm, I am more Native American than uh, Elizabeth Warren. Oh. Maybe it's pussy cat doll. Point zero zero five. <laughs> uh, I think I'm at least like two or three percent. That's more than most white Irish Respect. people from this yeah. area. Yeah. I definitely had that fantasy going along in my uh, family, where uh, you know there was always the 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 promise of potential native blood, which is so deeply fucked and problematic. That's how yeah, white people well, avoid, uh, you know, being accountable for their racism that and being irish american and saying that you know they escaped the famine so <laughs> oh yeah that thing that harder. every one of our grandparents said every sing- i literally was with my grandpa today so yep we yep quickly it was a quick quick visit um i'm just reading these uh these notes here this is just insane i Did just you hear that when i said that angel likes the core he sounds like tanetta um do you get that yeah yeah yeah, this is, this is sort of like a make it stop history on this album. There's a lot oh of God. we got Fair Abraham, we got Tanetta. It, 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 because it, it goes back to my theory, my thesis statement that I've developed once we did March Badness, which is that everything bad about music, like everything bad about music becomes the same bad thing. Yeah, I'm also I'm actually starting to feel like I can quantify it. Like you can pick out the elements and be like, I know. this is bad. Because they keep popping up in all these different albums and all these different iterations. We're like, I think I, the the matrix. I'm starting to see the matrix. Okay, know? so just speaking of the matrix, um, Lils, helpful, so helpful, Lils. I love you. Everybody, listen to Jukebox Zero's great show. Very similar but different, and we love each other. So she posted from Wikipedia. Kaya Jones has claimed to have Apache heritage, but Native American journalists state that no uh-huh. Apache clot. Apache tribe claims her and that there is no confirmation of any native ancestry for Jones. Secretary of State of the Cherokee Nation Chuck Hoskin Jr. has cited genealogical genealogical. I'm getting drunk. It hurts. Genealogist David Cornsilk in a statement saying that Jones is not a member of any federally recognized Native American tribe. There you go. I'm glad because I was worried for a second there. I'm like, oh man, is this is now the correct time for me to be questioning, you know, it is the correct race. time. Yes. Um, but I was right, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, you get the cosign from a certified person of color. Yes. There we go. Question. All right. Question. Thank goodness. Question I was like, <laughs> do we get like a verified check on Twitter now? Is that yes. how it <laughs> it's a black check? Um <laughs> <laughs> And it's a check uh, made out to you, Tookie, at, uh, what, what, what is it? Cash at, app? At, at uh, Venmo. Venmo. Just $5. Just $5. $5. For $5 a day. Um, okay, so Angelic to the Core, we have not talked about this. The wild thing about this is everything, but it, especially because there are no lyrics to be found, or if you find lyrics, they're complete nonsense, and I don't know whether that is the actual intention of the song it doesn't matter but here are the lyrics that i found from the internet from angelic to the core dark seed dirtin in me take away my happy thoughts disparaging me you will drip see living in fee the recipe it does graph e with dig a rep me also this is your chance hot tour in hands 
So, hey, man, let's dance. Yeah, I had the same issues like later on on the album, like because as you get through the album and you're on Genius.com. There's no more lyrics. There's no more lyrics. So I was given up. There's a lot of parts where I was taking notes and trying to transcribe what I was hearing. And he really like it's complete gibberish at points. Like it's impossible. I went back and I rewinded like six times one line to try to be like, what the fuck is he saying here? There's so many points of the album where it's just impossible to know. He's okay. He's Mayhem Miller rapping and he's Angina singing. (laughs) Sorry, again, spoiler alerts. They're bad. They're bad. It's not good. It's like this song feels wrong on such a visceral level. It's like tuna and cheese ice cream. Mm. Like I just can't. It's it's so Mm. outside of the realm of my understanding. Yeah, but I, I again, I do want to, I do want to say that there were like there was one portion of, uh, Forbidden Attraction. No, that I liked a little bit that I thought worked a little bit. It was him trying to do a Prince. It was like, I thought that was pretty good. No, it's all it's aggressive to the core. Yeah, it's very aggressive music. Yeah, um, this is maybe like maybe this is so hard to comprehend because like this is what the music of angels sounds like and handling <laughs> them. But they're oh. like the scary they're like the scary like book of Enoch angels that are like, you know, uh mutant giants, you know, that like you So can- you're telling what you're saying basically is that this is the sound of the rapture. This is what it's gonna sound like when we're all <laughs> raptured up. Right? The rapture I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. wrapped by a white man oh who thinks God. he's Michael Jackson in 1986 and also uh has a harem of sex slaves. Like I I just I yeah. if you're not if you're not going up to heaven, like this is probably what you hear, right? Like this is the cacophony of this is how you know that God isn't real. Right? Or like that he is indifferent to us, you know, that he allowed this to happen. Maybe we're being punished. Yeah, this could be this could be the first of many plagues. Oh, we're definitely us. being punished, dude. That's what the <laughs> fucking Stoppies wanted to do to us. Are you happy now, Stoppies? You win. Let's do a Cross the Line Remix 6 1.6 featuring Truth Movement. And let's do Bad People. All right. You cross the line. 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 Quick, boy, get here right away. She's right. We're surrounded. You're correct, angels. You are surrounded. You need to get out of there quick. There's a lot of bad people out there. It's not the worst song. No, it's got, it's, a, it's got a Spice Girls feel to it. You know? Oh, don't you disparage the name of my Spice Girls. <laughs> got, hey, I'm, I'm saying it's like the best song. It's got like a kind of, uh, what's that Spice Girls song? like? Uh, so You'll Be There? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of yeah. sounds like that a little bit. I can hear that, yeah. I think it's because it's, it, they both have harmonica, right? 
Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. He's Except they got Stevie Wonder to play on one, and we don't know who this is playing the harmonica on this track. Uh, the illustrious Corey Feldman, of course. Oh, my uh, Lord. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I kind of agree, Dickie. Like, Bad People, um, I at least... You know, there's so many songs on this album where, like, not only is, like, the, the concept muddy and the, the production terrible, but, like, um, you don't even, you can't even tell what the fuck he was trying to do. All right, well. What was he even trying to pull off? And on this one, it's like, I get what he was trying to pull off. He's doing Prince meets Buck Cherry. And he almost yeah. pulls it off. But it's, it's, a called, it's called Eagle Eye Cherry. And that is... <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it's true. Um, Lils is asking us to right. save tonight and fight the break of tomorrow. Okay, but anyway, um, Lils really wants us to play the chorus, so we're gonna do it. Uh, what a face he must have made when he delivered that line in the booth. I hate you. Why didn't he just do the other washed up like 90s child star route and just like be a wrestler or something? Like, I don't know. Like, what is he what is he trying to achieve? Or here? die. Well, he's been doing this for a long time. I listened to a little bit of his album from 94. Uh, he really on that one, especially he was doing a lot of the like Tom Waitsey uh jim morrisony vocals that you get a little bit on some of these songs the ones where you really go he sounds like i'm a, like a trucker or something i'm tough i'm tough guy Corey Feldman. he's doing like he's doing tiger king cosplay like it sounds like that and it's it's the same like very childish reductionism of like good versus evil and angels versus bad people and like the people in the comments, my you know, folks are commenting like, yeah, this is totally about his abusers. But the whole point is that he hasn't actually like healed from any of this trauma. He's just like creating this insane dichotomy in his brain where it's just Corey Feldman's black or white. It's just like mm-hmm. I, I he also he also loses his grip on it pretty quickly. Like all oh, the angels oh. and devils like imagery like falls by the wayside pretty quick. Like he he really. There's not, a, there's no cohesion with the concept. It really, this Stops is making sense pretty much immediately. This is when I said, and I truly believe it, that this really is the room of albums. Yeah. Like, it truly is such a spectacular farcical failure, such an ambitious, like over the top fucking disaster that it is that it yes that it almost achieves some sort of artistic quality just because of all the wrongness of every part of it it's so jarring and and grating and evil sinister there's so much sinister like undertones to all of this and and uh, it's it's I so have, bad i have passed a kidney stone with less pain <laughs> <laughs> than listening to this album i just i just want to make that abundantly clear yeah you think this is, think this is worse than lulu yes uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I would ne- i i would i would rather yes. listen to this than lulu actually. i'll tell you i think lulu is even more hilarious than this album lulu is the funniest album we've ever done on the show <laughs> junior That's- dad 
<laughs> you and your dad is 30 minutes long. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Cross the line, remix 661.6. Um, what happened to version 0.0 to 1.5? I don't know. I don't need to know. Please burn the tapes. Burn all of the tapes. Burn my brain. Burn my ears. I don't want them anymore. I don't want the burden of hearing. I I don't want any of this. And then it just turns into this surreal, like, 6 a.m. K-hole house mix. And they yeah. just say the same thing over and over again. And it's somehow the least terrible thing that I've heard so far in the album. But it's, like, 17 minutes long. And, yeah. and then it's, again, ruined by... <laughs> my note was, oh, we ruined it by yet another Biden ad where he talks about, quote, big, bold actions like shooting black people in the leg instead of the chest. So, you know, we're doing good. Cool. That's cool, called cool, progress. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yes. Right. We combat racism with shin guards. Yes. Joe. Yes. King shit. Can't respond to that. <laughs> Can't Sorry. do it. <laughs> no, you're... You don't do date and apologize. I'm having a moment. There's a lot. I'm not yet finished with my cocktail. A lot. Once again, at Tookie Kavanaugh. (laughs) At T Kavanaugh on Venmo. Find me. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 What if, like, accidentally, like, a bunch of money gets sent to, like, Timothy Kavanaugh? (laughs) Some, like, dickhead on the South Shore. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do Don't it. Don't do that. My my photo is right there on the Venmo <laughs> profile. You'll see it. You'll see it. I'm like the only black Kavanaugh on Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this next track. Um, duh. <laughs> he really he really makes the angels like he makes a point of being like, oh, the angels. By the way, they're dumb bitches. Like. You know, oh, that's, yeah. he's like, he's like, all right, when I put the angels on the album, I'm going to make sure that they sound l- like dumb caricatures of women from the 1920s. <laughs> like, of course, like that's like what a, women are like, right? a, like a skit that some comedian did on Boardwalk Empire in one of their mm. like mafia clubs. Like, that's what the angels are. But then also in the same at the same time, to try to say like, oh, well, they exist for like spreading love and acceptance across the universe. But also like they're like. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I I um I just want to point out to the audience that uh this is the part of the album, this is the point in the album where I need to hydrate. Yeah. Because I'm so spent. Yeah. So I've got myself a, a pomplamousse la croix, a grapefruit la croix to just replenish because I'm um, so spent from only three tracks in. Is bourbon replenishing? Because I've been <laughs> replenishing pretty frequently over the course of today. And I also definitely do need to pee. So I'm probably going to do that. Just piss straight whiskey and be back in just a, a few moments. And I'm going to... You go pee and I'll do our ad read. How about you do that? Go ahead. Check this out, guys. We got we got a little deal for you. We got a, a, a little deal. It's going to help you out during this quarantine, uh, during these tough times. Uh, spending perhaps a lot of time alone, sheltered in place in your apartment, you know uh, how lonely it can get. Um, and we here at Make a Stop, we want to help with that. So, you know, like, I'm going to tell you about a little website that we call adamandeve.com. Uh, the thing with Adam and Eve is that they give you free stuff. 
Uh, and as we all know, free stuff is awesome. But free stuff to spice up your bedroom, that's even better. So you can go to adamneve.com, type it on in, and you can select almost any one item for 50% off. And then Adam and Eve loads on, loads on the free stuff, just piles it, loads it on all over you. So enter offer code BADMUSIC, that's B-A-D-M-U-S-I-C, all caps, all one word, at checkout. And now they're going to they're gonna give you 10 free tantalizing gifts, uh, a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six free spicy movies, plus free shipping. So that's uh, offer code badmusic at adameve.com. Check it out. They got uh, good stuff. So that stuff just comes with it free? Yeah. Just, they, they just load it uh, up. You like that? It Would you say the free stuff uh, comes? It de- it comes and it comes. You and and, and it, you know, it just keeps coming. And then uh, it and it's spicy, dude. The videos are so spicy. Yeah, jizz flicks. You like a good spicy come? Uh, a nice a nice load. jizz flick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. You know what? I've been on Twitter actively telling people now is not exactly a great time to get dick winked, right? And and get jismatized because we have to focus <laughs> on social justice. But this is a great cause to support. This is a great podcast to support. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna get that cock ring, use the promo code. That's right. <laughs> Give us the dildo money and we will pass it on to Tookie. For, directly. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. This is this is this is the moment that Martin Luther King dreamt about. <laughs> <laughs> I love it here. When all God's children can critique Corey Feldman and tell it to the core. <laughs> black men and white men Jews and Protestants okay I'm sorry I'm sorry um Duh. I'm just saying I'm just saying we boycotted buses so we could all eventually come in unison mm-hmm. use that promo code bad music thank you thank you Tookie thank you for supporting supporting our dildo our dildo money. That's what we're in it for. If you buy a dildo from Adam and Eve, we are going to provide reparations. So you can jerk off as a white person and, and feel okay for five minutes. And that's allyship. And, <laughs> you know, I think uh, butt plugs could be dildos too if you wanted them to be. <laughs> and vice versa. That's true. You know, don't box yourself in. Yeah, dildos on bus. Free yourself from the tyranny of the butt plug dildo binary. You know, like let let them let them free. Let them yeah. be what they want to be. Put a vibrator in your ass. Who cares? Yes. Do whatever you want. Like the good brother Malcolm said, <laughs> get your rocks off by any means necessary. <laughs> I support this. Okay, you are you are coming for a cause, and I support you supporting me. Amen. This- this is beautiful. I've never felt better about doing the ad read. Honestly. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, we have to listen to more Corey Feldman. Oh, my God. Hey, Stoppies. 
We'll be back with part two of the Make It Stop season finale featuring Tookie Cavanaugh, Dickie Stock, and me and Mike Dunn discussing this ridiculous monstrosity. While you're waiting for the next part of the episode to drop, why don't you do us a favor? Send us a review on Apple Podcasts, share us with your friends, and weigh in on our Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram. and Let us know what we should be focusing on for next season. What do you want to hear more of? Who are some guests we should interview? What is possibly worse than Corey Feldman? I honestly don't know. We want to hear from you stoppies at makeitstoppodcast at gmail.com or at makeitstopcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're really bored, why don't you go to adamandeve.com and use keyword bad music at checkout. Give us those hard-earned dildo dollars so that we can pay Tookie to still be our friend at some point. We'll be back with more Make It Stop very soon. Until then, bye.